Okay, we're live in three minutes. Live in three minutes. Hi there, Colby. Thank you, Kathy. Folks, 12.04, Shia that you are watching. Good afternoon, folks. Thank you, Mike Cunningham. Mike Cunningham, very big supporter of our various pets. Those about Moocat and also uh, Trav. Thank you, Brenda. Everyone's been very, very kind. We're going to start off the program. I'm going to talk about it. How can I not, folks? So many of you, and I'm glad, got to know him. True legend. I'll tell you some more things about him that you probably don't know. We are live on the radio in uh, just a moment. Thank you, Caroline. There's Jonna. Hi there, Morgan. Not easy. Thank you, Jason. Not easy, brother. Yes. Folks, we're going to get through. We'll get through it together. Good. Thank you, JR. We're live in just a moment. Folks, this was a pillow that I made. Well, I didn't make it. I had made for my children. Yeah, I made, I knitted that for my children. And then Mike Degnan's favorite, the Rummy Shot Glass. Do one of these later. This is a coaster that I had made. Had made. I didn't make it. With uh, Young Rumsfeld. Okay, uh, one minute, one minute. At 12.06 on this Friday, June 2nd, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, again, it is a beautiful Friday weather-wise. It is. We'll pay tribute, loss of a legend, young Rumsfeld, in just a moment. But uh, we also have some, some scattered showers coming in. The weekend is not a washout. But on this uh, beautiful Friday, very warm out, you could pop by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Vegetables and herbs, annuals, perennials, hangers, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, 12-inch patio pots. And remember, tropical hibiscus mandevilla plants. They're open seven days a week. Look for them on Facebook. They grind it. They work it. Quality, local business that you can support. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Again, look for them on Facebook. And they're right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, when you get a chance, check out the website, dipetro.com. Actually, I'll probably put up a little tribute to uh, Rumsfeld, uh, Young Rummy, on our on the website, dipetro.com. And, and then we, we also are going to move into some more stories regarding the Johnson situation. Uh, but you can see it. Unique stories, unique video. Can't find anywhere else. It's all on the website, dipetro.com. Uh, 
Brought to you by the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. Also, DoorDash, Grubhub, they're waiting for you at the Coincident. Well, folks, I want to take a moment, and I don't assume everyone would know. Again, good afternoon to everybody also tuning in, part of our live stream on Facebook. This is the Noon Report. Um, you know, I, I bring people inside, right? You get to know uh, a lot of different aspects of, of Juan's life. And, and one part of it we're not going to shy away from is um, someone that is, you know, people have known that have followed. It's hard to believe. So we got our dog, Rumsfeld, uh, Rummy for short, named after Don Rumsfeld, who I was a big fan of and then actually got to meet. But um, and then and, and you know we had a full formal name and and so forth. But but it's hard to believe. So we got him in in March of two thousand six. So you think about that seventeen years ago. That 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 is a long time. And and what is interesting? So he passed away very peacefully yesterday. And and I want to touch talk about it a little bit because. It's one of those things that, um, you know, when I gave him the very formal name, Rumsfeld, Eugene, Ignatius, DiPietro, better known as Remy. But, um, but it's, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm, you know, yesterday was not a normal day. And last night was certainly not a normal night. And even today is off. It is. And, and, and I, and I want to, I'm going to preface this with what I'm going to say on, I, I fully get. Like, I haven't completely lost my mind. I, I fully get it. It's all relative. It is. And, you know, yesterday, it's not lost on me. There was the very dramatic funeral of the poor man, T.J. May, that lost his life, brutally murdered in Johnston. That's not lost on me, and it's not lost on me. Today, there's a funeral for a Cranston police officer. But that doesn't mean we don't acknowledge. You know, it, it, it stings. I've never gone through... Uh, something like this, really, because growing up, youngest of seven in a big family, we had a dog for a very short period of time, but it wasn't the greatest dog. I think there was actually something may have been distempered. But um, and as I told my kids, when I was like four or five years old, I think I was four, four or five, I was down the street and I got bit by a neighbor's dog. Now, it was probably my fault, but it still like traumatized you and so forth. And, and so at a young age, and then we didn't have a dog, you kind of grew up um, a little bit of fearful, at least I was, of, of animals. And so, but rum just completely reversed that. So, and again, I am fully, what, what's interesting, and I just want to share some thoughts on it, is as I started to look through photos, and I put together a little tribute video to rum. And, but what I, I think that a lot of people miss is you know what you what we start to do is you go back through your life over the past 17 years and then you see you know there he is on the first christmas card and then there there he is every time there's a family gathering he's there and there's you know a beautiful photo of him with Jacqueline at our first communion which was a great day there he is with my pa my parents rest in peace who have passed away um <clears throat> and then you know my my children had their own photos with with rum um and then you know even though he he was a yorkie in short stature he he was um you he would never he never knew what his size was i always found it interesting he 
You know, some people say they bring their dogs to dog parks and they socialize. Rum had no interest in that. He understood that his mission and job was to comfort. And I remember having a family member in the hospital and it was very dramatic looking bleak. And then what do you do? You come home and I just, I sat, you know, you sat and I, I held my dog. I remember, you know, there was just something every, and the anniversary is coming up next week, but Normandy, Rum would sit with me on June 6th and, and we would watch all the coverage in remembering of Normandy. And then, um, what you know, my daughter Kate, there she is senior prom, but then there she is holding rum for senior prom and then graduation and and then all the different milestones. And then um, he also, uh, when Kate was in high school, she had the lead in Illegally Blonde as Elle Wood. And, you know, rum was then cast as the dog and never missed a rehearsal absolutely hit all his marks on stage. He was also, you know, it was very public. There were all the public performances at the high school, and he was always the consummate professional. Um, obviously loyal, but didn't want to let her down, and then even made an appearance at East Greenwich Ear Band. But he was also, we noticed he was never really the same after that. He just, it was a turning point for him. He liked the stage. He accepted his role. Uh, I shared a video last night for the subscribers. I, during the pandemic, when I really started to do live on a regular basis, I would, would have him on. He was always entertaining. And a few other things um, about him. But I think that's, I want to just touch on, I think some people, when you see that someone has lost a pet, and you do grieve that, but I, I, I look at it as that you, you also, part of it is you're looking back over the span. There's there's um, a peace and tranquility when it's just your family and your home and relaxing, whatever it is, watching television, having dinner. And then they literally do become, they're part of the family. They're always there, right? And then people would come, you know, as he would get older in life. I mean, we're very fortunate that he lived to be 17 years old. Um, but there were also interesting, funny things about him. Again, I do a video. I'd have him on the live sometimes. Uh, but two things about him that people didn't know. And he he was, although, again, Yorkshire Terrier, but two things about young young Rumsfeld that I would, you know, nickname him. Obviously, mostly call him Rummy. But, um, but he, now, there were certain things, you don't know where it came from. <clears throat> but as much as he was a loyal dog, he was a loving dog. Very loving dog. Great companion. But he... He um, he hated Raimondo. <laughs> he despised Gina Raimondo, and I don't even remember when it started, whatever. But he there, there were there were two groups. If she came on television, he would start to growl. If he was in the room, the other room where the television or on the news, if he started to growl at the TV, she was on the screen. It was it was odd. Maybe it is picking up feelings of the owner. Um, and the other thing was Rum had no tolerance for Black Lives Matter. One time we tried to bring him around Brother Gary, Rum would not have it. And then some people may remember the summer of 2020, you know, I, I talked about it a little bit, but there, there, was, there was a growing notion that BLM was actually going to come protest at my house the way they were going to Raimondo's house. And, you know, the police were involved and they were planning 
violence and so forth. Rum, you know, gave me the look like if they step foot on the driveway, uh, just let me go. Like he was prepared to go to battle against whatever, 20, 25 members of BLM. And then for various reasons, you know, it, it didn't happen. But, um, but whether it's on stage or, you know, then I started to, you realize you, you just have this tremendous pet. And so this was, I, I sent away. And so my, you know, family got these wonderful little rummy pillows that are tremendous. And then Mike Degnan loved, so my kids are in college and, um, and they're away in the dorm and so forth, or then living off campus. And so Mike Degnan always loved, this was, I sent away and had this made, this was the rummy shot glass um, that you could have. And Mike Degnan to this day demands this should be for sale for merchandise. And then I even had, so he is all over. Jacqueline even mentioned, wow, he's everywhere. And, you know, we had coasters put up and then there's various paintings and so forth, um, renditions. <clears throat> he wasn't the type that would sit for a full artist <clears throat> rendition portrait. Um, but yesterday, you know, the last two days, we could tell he was off again. And the, anyone that's had an older pet, um, in fact, the past two days, I would have to pick him up, bring him to the, eat, and then come back. His back legs were getting bad. It was also interesting. Wednesday night, the cats were kind of around him, which is interesting because many people will tell you the cats can kind of sense that about a pet. So, and then one time, you know, my kids like to tell the story that, um, and, and I think people, I, I would occasionally at night after dinner, whatever, I like to go in and you just reach into the freezer and I would take, you know, a fudgicle or you have those little cones. And, and one time it was, it was quite, you know, it, I mean, it was at least, it was more than 10 years ago, right? It was probably 15 years ago, but so I may have had a Jameson's or something. So, um, so I reach in and, and I see what I think is just some kind of ice cream treat, fudgical, popsicle, whatever those things are. Sometimes they have the cone and then there's like nuts on it and so forth. And I start to have it. And then um, I'm like, you know, it's an odd taste. And there's actually a peanut butter taste to it. But, and when I looked at it, unbeknownst to me we had purchased that was what they call it's a frosty paw and it's an ice cream treat for your dog so my kids love that story i then you know proceeded to like bark for the next couple of days um rum wasn't good with the frosty paw because then you know he was so tiny that he would then have trouble getting it through his little system and then his little you know he, he it was challenged to have a bm after he would have a frosty paw he, he had a little bit um, but anyhow, so always adventures and things like that. So, but I want to, you know, pets, they occupy, uh, such a place it is. And it's like a bonding thing. And we were all upset about it. And people are very, very nice, um, you know, to reach out. And so I did want to make mention of that. And then when I think so many people liked, uh, when we would have them on the live stream and so forth, it was just such a good little dog. So folks with that at 1219, I'm not going to go the full hour. And again, I want to be really clear. I understand all things are relative and people that are not, don't have pets, don't fully get it. And no, it's, I, I fully get that. There are people that have family members in hospitals. It is not lost on me. The funeral yesterday in, um, for the Johnston family, the funeral today for a member of the 
Cranston police, but at the same time, it does. It, it, it stings you. It throws you. And as I talked about, I think it's just part of it that people wouldn't get. It's just the amount. Of, I mean, 17 years is a long time. Jacqueline Clare was, was three when we got young Brumsfeld, but, um, but he did very, you know, so yesterday after the show, I, I could tell he was off. So I was just kind of sitting with him. I'm glad I did. Folks, with that portion, that this portion of the program is brought to you by, and I was able to put together a nice little video tribute to him, is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. AtMed Urgent Care, two locations. I'll tell you, the, the work they do, they, they're literally saving lives. AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. AtMed Urgent Care, they're open seven days a week, doctors and nurses. If you need urgent care. And I have heard from so many people that they've had a loved one that was in need of urgent care and they took them to a hospital emergency room. We're told that the wait was six or seven hours. And then they realized what Juan had said and then they went to AtMed Urgent Care. Um, they are just fantastic. And I practice what I preach. I've been there twice, twice at, when I needed urgent care. Uh, cost-efficient healthcare alternative, hospital-based emergencies, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, where they are just fantastic, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. It's at Med Urgent Care. The next time you need urgent care, this is where I have gone. This is where I received uh, treatment. They're open seven days a week with doctors and nurses. It's at Med Urgent Care. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Friday. I wonder, I wonder to share that. And especially now I look back, um, I'm glad I did the live stream with uh, with Rom, young Rumsfeld, who was uh, who was such a treat. And and I just it does give you, um, or at least for me, greater perspective for people that you see uh, of how much. And I think people that don't have a pet don't fully understand that and they again um of of it's it's all relative but it's i think it's the span of time and then you know you look at the excitement it brings with with young children and then you know the thing about a dog it's your dog um he wasn't you know a tremendous show dog he wasn't the biggest dog but he was he was a wonderful wonderful little pet wonderful little addition uh to our family and he'll be He'll be missed, and I'm and, and in many ways very glad that he was able to live a very full, um, very full, rewarding life uh, experience. Stardom, kind of late in life, starring uh, on stage for Legally Blonde, and then it was interesting. After that, he was actually sought after uh, for commercial work and some other work, but he that that fully Rum didn't mind the spotlight when he was around our family. But it would have been different to start to bring him into other areas. It was also, he just had an inherent understanding of, of and, and probably part of it is picking up. I always thought that President Reagan would have loved rum, you know, would have loved rummy. He stood for, he understood what freedom is all about. He understood what the country is all about. Um he 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 recognized he he was a patriotic dog and and understood the sacrifice um he was even in a parade he would it was in a couple parades with my daughter Kate when she was Miss Rhode Island outstanding teen he wouldn't bark or make noise during 
whether it's a national anthem or God Bless America. Um, he he was a, a dog that understood respect. And and I think it also speaks volumes. He didn't he didn't believe in the cause of BLM. He didn't believe in the cause of Black Lives Matter. He was prepared to go to the mat if they showed up. He also think of that intuition to immediately size up Ramundo and not be a fan um, of of Gina. And again, it was if if he was in the other room and the news was on. If you start to hear him growl, if I walked into the room, she was on, on, uh, on television. So, and that started like right out of the box. Really, actually, when she became governor. So I always thought that was interesting that a pet could um, pick up on those types of things. He also, you know, with cats in the house, he never really bothered with them. He understood his role was to be the, you know, the defender of the family and not have inner squabbles, you know, with other uh, pets within the household. So I always thought that was interesting. But he he didn't... He also, I mean, with him watching the inauguration of President Trump was... You know, it was, it was remarkable. He, um, he just had such pride, is the best way to describe it. So, and then when I... <clears throat> hosted and emceed the Trump rally. I remember the excitement of showing him some of the footage and you just, you never saw a prouder dog. You just didn't. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209 or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, heating and cooling, residential or commercial. It was Propane Plus. Call them today. For all your propane needs, it's Propane Plus, 401-885-4209 or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. You know what was also interesting was when Kate was Miss Rhode Island Outstanding Teen, she actually marched in uh, the Pride Fest parade and Rum marched with her. She carried him in, in the parade that was in downtown Providence. But so he, he was a tolerant he was a tolerant pet, but in his own way, Rum, young Rumsfeld, he, he was not, in his own way, he kind of communicated. He wasn't on board with all of the, uh, you know, the whole uh, gender reassignment that is taken over right now, especially with children. I always got the sense, you know, Rum was very comfortable in his skin and fur as, as a Yorkshire Terrier. You know, he never, he didn't think, you know, I was born a cat. I should be, I'm, not, I'm a cat in a dog's body. He, he was tolerant, but he never would have embraced, he didn't get the whole Bud Light thing. Um, one of the last things I got him was from Target. He had no interest in a toy that I got him from Target. Rum was a tolerant individual, young Rumsfeld, but he didn't believe, he embraced children for the beauty of being his owners and children. He, he had at no point thought, you know, I'm a goldfish, right? At no point did Rum say, um, 
that I'm a cat. And he also frowned on the whole pronoun thing. Um, as some people, people would sometimes ask, what are the preferred pronouns? He didn't engage in that. He had no interest in engaging in that. And again, it doesn't mean he wasn't tolerant, but he didn't, he didn't get involved in that. He understood his role. He understood his role. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Call today, 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322. It's Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, locally owned and operated. Now, again, if you need an exterminator, termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes, many other pests, Falcon Pest Services. Call today, 401 739-1322. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it is once a quarter. Maybe it's once a week or once a month. Called Kelly and John at Falcon Pest Services. If you're listening right now on this Friday and you need, you have an ant problem or you have a mouse problem or rats or whatever, bed bugs, termites, Falcon Pest Services. Call them. 401-739-1322, residential commercial. It's Falcon Pest Services. You know what else? And there's the, the Facebook live stream I have where I had Rahman. He um he had no use for Pork Boy and the Naked Fat Coach. Rum in his own way made it clear there was no way he was gonna get naked in a closet with the North Kingstown coach and have him check his little private area. Um, he just, there, there was no way that was happening, right? He would put up a lot, but he just had that sense about him. Now, folks, um, again, I have a video up. There's some very nice photos. My daughter Kate posted some photos. Those that want to see. I do want to touch on some other news of the day, but I did want to make mention of the loss of a legend with uh, 17 years old, young Rumsfeld. This portion of the John DePietro folk, folks, it's brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Now, I want to tell you, I received an email from Raymond that said that they were thinking of adding on to their home, but the sheer cost of adding on to a room or how long it would take became a deal breaker. And then he realized, well, what if we just had an outside, really nice outside room that we could use six to nine months of the year? So he contacted Limitless Outdoors. He called Chris at 401-580-1852. Free quote, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, Limitless Outdoors. They're based right in Smithfield. It starts with the phone call and then a discussion of how you want to use and they can design your outdoor space. Remember, their slogan is Dream, Build, Enjoy. They specialize. The name of the company is Limitless Outdoors because it's limitless what they can do. Patios, walkways, steps, Outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installation, excavation, limitless outdoors. How about an outdoor fireplace or kitchen? Limitless outdoors. Call today. Free quote. They're right in Smithfield. 401-580-1852. Outdoor fire pit, outdoor fireplace, patio, walkway, kitchen, limitless outdoors. Now, a couple of different things to watch. Some stories I want to draw your attention to. One is, that is no small feat of what we have learned have happened in Massachusetts regarding 
in the Boston Globe story in a nasty surprise, the state of Massachusetts learned it erred by using $2.5 billion in federal money, COVID money, to pay jobless claims. Now, that was not the Healy administration, but they're going to have to deal with it. Now, I believe there's no way they're the only ones that made that mistake. You're going to hear a lot of talk today about Rhode Island and the budget. And as I have been telling you, and I'll tell you again on this Tuesday, June 2nd, I am telling you the McKee budget is just, it, it is a disaster. It is a disaster of epic proportions. We don't have the money. The federal government, and I don't oppose it, by the way, they're going to claw back some of that unspent COVID money, which was unnecessary in the first place. And Governor McKee has built our entire government on all these ridiculous projects, high-paying jobs, expanding the state workforce. And I am telling you right now, it's all going to come crashing down. Governor McKee is writing checks that he can't cash. So during the course of the next several days, and especially, you know, think of this. Who has a budget hearing on a Friday in June when it's 83 degrees at the State House? They do, because they don't want to have a lot of attention on the budget. The Rhode Island budget could be sliced in half. The Rhode Island budget is way too top-heavy. The Rhode Island budget, we don't need this big workforce. We don't. It's, it's insanity. What are they doing at the Rhode Island State House? Rhode Island Senate votes to ban two more plastic items used in food service. Re really? That's what we need? That's what we need them for. The, the whole element of Rhode Island government, it's all about churning out and existing just to have these jobs. That's all it is. They're not serving any real purpose. You don't need it. You certainly don't need it. Um, and it's such a waste of money that that it even exists. And Governor McKee, as many of you know, um, he completely gave up on any elements of the private sector of trying to lure in the various, um, you know, private companies the way you normally would want to do it. He He gave up on that. If anything, he has made Rhode Island very business unfriendly and it's 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 tragically it's only going to get worse he is as we have said the damage that the mckee administration is doing i it it hasn't i don't think it's it's fully being exposed by the republicans at the rhode island state house and i also don't think um it it just doesn't add into that he he's not it's just not where the direction the state should be going in there are other successful states so in the amount of money that they are a state hired consultant estimates internet gambling could generate 24 million in its first year a quarter of the figure touted by the casino pushing for the legislation. Folks, it's all false numbers. It's all fake numbers that McKee is putting out there because then it's just making it up as it goes along, right? We'll just, we'll, that's why I, I don't fall 
for the number of people that say there's no way that they would ever, um, you know, start tolling uh, cars, I, I don't believe that. Because remember, he's along for the ride. Governor McKee is not calling all the shots. The sooner you realize that, the sooner you realize that the hole that he's going to get us into and is getting it into, there's different paths of success. Now, the Celtics season just ended. And one of the things they're going to do is they're going to look at what did they do right? What did they do wrong? I thought Brad Stevens yesterday, in they do a debriefing. Here are some things that went right. Here are some things that need, be, need to be tweaked. And a state needs to do it. I'm telling you right now that this guy is not the right guy to lead us in the right direction. And I, I want to repeat what I've said in the past. I believe Helena Folks would have been the right person. It wouldn't have been Ashley Kalis. And whatever happened to her anyway, she essentially disappeared off the map. So I'm not sure. But one thing I can tell you is Governor McKee is not leading us in the right direction. There's a lot of different directions we could go. When the COVID money came in, it was actually an incredible window and opportunity for the state to completely reverse course, become more competitive, and become a much more better quality of life state. They're not doing that. Look what's going on in Providence, where the city council is not going to fund another police academy. When the number one problem, one of the number problems in Providence is quality of life. And one of the ways you combat that is people have to feel safe in the city of Providence. But when you have a city council who is made up of socialists and progressives, they don't want to fund another police academy. They have resentment towards the Providence Police Department. And so they, the, the one thing, uh, one of the things I should say, that the city council and many of the people in Providence are willing to sacrifice is quality of life. So what? It's loud. There's graffiti. It's not safe. There's break-ins. There's smash and grabs. They will tolerate all those things. They don't care about those things. And as a result of that, you start to wonder, like, why would you be putting up with that? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coatings, patios, free estimate. Call letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 401 732-1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. And remember, no one is better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Licensed and insured. Your patio, your driveway, your parking lot. It's going to look a lot better. And get a free quote called letter J. J. Perry Paving today. 401 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Now, I also want to mention, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I anticipate doing Facebook Live later. The Cranston Police, we may do Cranston PD Live tomorrow night. We may not. As we speak today, they're at the funeral of one of their fellow officers. So it doesn't make sense to do it today. We may bump it back another week. Another situation with Cranston, uh, a number of their officers were involved with taking out the shooting, which I fully will come back justified. I have the video that shows that. It goes beyond justified. Justified. It was necessary. 
Um, but as a result of protocol, when an officer is involved with a shooting, they have to be out for a period of time until they are cleared by the Attorney General's office. So <coughs> Cranston PD Live, which has become very, very popular, it will return. But we're dealing with the sensitivity of them being a little short on staff. And then also, um, you know, today they, they are the funeral of one of the Roto officers. But we will be very active. First one on the scene live stream. Last week, for those that watch, and again, you can also check out depetro.com. It's also on YouTube. But last week, and we're, we're coming off two record months of viewership and activity with April and May are just two of the biggest months uh, ever, actually, since we started doing it. And so June will do that, will be that, but um, we, we have to be flexible. But I want you to know that last night needed a little breather because of the events of the afternoon, but, you know, we'll rally. We will rally. Thank you for the stars, by the way, on this Friday, folks. Um, those watching on Facebook, that's your way of saying, Juan, thank you for what you do. Now, I focus a lot on local because that, I believe, you can have the most impact and strength. It doesn't mean I'm ignoring what goes on nationally. And as we get more into 2024, we'll certainly pay attention. I think Biden falling yesterday, if you're in the Democrat Party, there's no way you feel good about that. And anyone that's had an older relative that falls and then, you know, they take away the keys, you have to worry about them falling again, it becomes problematic. He is seemingly in decent health, um, but he, he, he is not up for the job of running the country. I don't know of a company that would bring in President Biden to be their CEO right now. It just wouldn't happen. But somehow he's, he's not up to running the country. The Democrat Party can pretend that, but he's not up. But the 2024 is undecided. It's undecided. There's obviously going to be a number of people in the race, and a number of them feel that they think perhaps President Trump is either wounded. Uh, he does have some legal obstacles. President Trump certainly has some of his own making, and I've been very vocal. I'm not crazy about some of the people around him. But I'll tell you someone, I, I'm just, I'm not sold on the guy. People ask, I, people literally ask me every day. And I'm going to repeat, and I'll keep saying it. It's in the, today is Friday, June 2nd. I'm going to repeat what I've been saying all along. I'm going to wait until I see them all on stage. I'm going to wait till I see them on stage. That's, that's where I have found. That's what sold me on President Trump. That's when I knew President Trump was the best candidate. He beat out all the other contenders in 2016. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're going to have several debates and some other people are going to get into the race. I, I'm not convinced that Mike Pence is the guy. I don't think Chris Christie is the guy. And I like Chris Christie. I think he missed his window in 2012. He should have run. Some of the other ones, they're not making any dent. Asia Hutchinson, Nikki Haley, they're just not. Right now, it, it is a Trump-DeSantis race. It's really Trump's race to lose. We'll see if DeSantis can gain some ground. But I'll say this about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. This clip of him yesterday in New Hampshire, I think it's concerning. I think it is. I'm not sold on him. He's been a good governor in Florida. But you just wonder, a big part of this whole thing is temperament. 
And I know Steve Peoples. I've actually done interviews, meaning him interviewed me, Steve Peoples. But this was in New Hampshire. So he did an event, and he's walking out, and he's taking photos. And someone just asked him about, hey, you're not taking audience questions. That's a fair question. It's not a personal question. It's not a sandbag question. It's not, he's like, hey, how come you're not taking questions? A lot of them do. So, so, but I want you to listen to DeSantis, his answer on this. You know, the whole thing of are you blind, are you blind? It's not the worst thing, but why you like that is making the rounds. DeSantis, are you already blind? What are you blind? Like, is that really worth just, hey, having a good time, meeting people? You don't even have to get into it. Uh, I'm a little leery. I don't know if it shows. I don't know if it shows temperament. I, I, I get the whole Disney thing and woke. I, I don't know if that's. He's done a lot of great things in Florida. He's been a very good governor. I, I don't know. I, I, I think temperament is a big one. If you want, you know, what is a, a big argument against President Trump is the temperament thing. It, it, it's all the lashing out. It's all the, you know, the late night tweets and everything else. You got to come back to. <clears throat> is that really is that the fight to pick right there? Right. Is that the fight you're going to pick? What are you blind? What are you blind? I, I don't need you. I don't know if you need to do that. I don't know. Maybe that's just how he is, by the way. That maybe that's how he is. You know, we'll we'll learn. One thing, I know some people don't believe in polls. I do believe in the polls. I do believe in the polls. The polls, especially look at this just last election. The Rhode Island local polling was right on the money. People that dismiss all the polls, I'm not one of them. And as I've told you, I'll tell you someone else who's a big believer in the polls is President Trump. And he's looking at very good numbers. The whole reason they won President Trump in 2016 is because of the polls. His internal polling showed him exactly his path to get to that magic number. That's how they won in, in 2016. Um, so I know some people just dismiss them, but you can't just dismiss the polls you don't like. But the, the, the campaign season has a way of weeding people out. I remember the night, remember the debate where Chris Christie took down, completely took down Marco Rubio and said, all the guy does is parrot, say the same lines. He's in, unable to pivot off any, his, his, his uh, set lines, he's going to say. And Marco Rubio, in embarrassing fashion, did exact, just repeated exactly what he had been saying. Uh, Elizabeth Warren took down took down Mike Bloomberg in that debate. Mike Bloomberg was on the sidelines. Mike Bloomberg had Gina backing him. And then former mayor of New York, Mike Bloomberg, jumped into the race. And Elizabeth Warren completely took that guy down. So I, I don't, like like other people, I, I'm not crazy about the, the back and forth between Trump and DeSantis. But... I think I, I now, it is part of the process. It is. And if they're both going to engage in it, 
let's see how it plays out. But the temperament thing, did, did he really need to get into the whole, are you blind? Like, or just say it once. Or just, why even get into that? He seemed, you don't want to come off thin-skinned. It's a long process. It's a long process. And I'll, I'll tell you the problem with, President Trump was not thin-skinned. The people around President Trump, they, you know, he was, he's hilarious in person. President Trump is. And granted, some of the, you know, the late night Twitter rages and everything else, that's one thing. But not the lashing out like that. You wonder about someone that's got to jump on like every little thing. So I, I don't, but that could be who DeSantis is. It's very possible that that is Ron. Maybe someone watching is like, that is Ron DeSantis. That is Ron DeSantis. You don't want to be perceived that you're thin-skinned, but it could be very possible that he is thin-skinned, right? Like Governor McKee. Governor McKee's thin-skinned. How's that going for him? He's at war with the local media. The whole thing of who's going to have the courage to write that story and blah, 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 and telling off the media and the whole thing. Um, so DeSantis, he definitely has a little bit of that reputation. And I don't think it serves him well. Because what we do know is Biden is very vulnerable. Biden is so beatable. And I'm looking at the Drudge Report, MAGA split, open warfare as they hit the trail. And then you have Biden falling during, I, I'm just going to say, if, if the Rhode Island, excuse me, if the if the Republican Party nationally, if they lose to Biden, they're, they're going to have no one to blame but themselves. And I don't start telling me about rigged elections and everything else. I'm in no mood. I don't want to hear it. There's that Trump person, oh, our beloved president, but he did, listen, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about who's going to be occupying the Oval Office, occupying the Oval Office. That's what we're talking about. The recognized president, not, but he did win, you know, with like the Stepford wife smile. Our beloved president did win. I, I'm, I'm talking about like really winning. Not, you, you know, you lost the game. You're sitting in the locker room saying, I still think we're the better team. I'm talking about really winning the election. That's what we're talking about. If they lose, lose to this guy, uh, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Do we, do we really want to go? He is Biden with the right candidate. Biden does not, can, Bobby Kennedy's making inroads on Biden. With the right candidate, Biden is totally beatable, but with the right candidate. So, so uh, you know, like everyone else, we're going to watch how this plays out. I will tell you, though, that between now and Labor Day, it's really going to start to heat up. Um, and there are a lot of formers getting in, <clears throat> various individuals like that. So I, I don't think, I, I know, Mike Pence is not the guy. And Chris Christie, I think his window of opportunity, I think he missed it. I think it was in, in 2012. He could have run. He didn't. He backed Romney. I think that was his window. I do. He's good on, on ABC. He is. I like him. Um, I know some people knock him, but but I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna win a general. I don't think so. So I don't know what the answer is. 
maybe after all of this, President Trump is the best candidate. It's very possible. I'm, I'm very open on it. I am. But DeSantis, I'm not sold on him. I don't know. And, and let me also say this. Listen, he's definitely, obviously, Ron, Governor DeSantis. He, he's definitely, obviously, a really smart guy. And, and he's always been very successful. And he, come on, he's, he's turned around. He's changed Florida for the better. So you, you can't ignore that. <clears throat> All right, so maybe he doesn't have the greatest personality. Maybe that maybe there's too much of a focus on that. Maybe there's too much of a focus on that. I'm not sure, but I, I don't think the are you blind thing, I don't I don't find that it serves him that well. All right, folks, on this Friday, let's see if we can get a hold of our friend Maria. It's my health. 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland. She is so terrific. And on this hot Friday. Folks, there she is on this Friday. We want to welcome back to the program and welcome to June is our friend Marie. It's my health. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Well, Marie, I want to start off. This is, I think so far, this is one of the hottest days of the year. People definitely, and summertime, we still have a few weeks to go. Summertime is still a few weeks away, but this is the type of day people need to make sure they don't dehydrate. For sure. Drink lots of water. But you also have some things that can help them. Yes. Yeah, we do we do have some liquid electrolytes that you can add to your water. And we also have some powders, you know, flavored, you know, fruity kind of flavors that you can add to your water so that you aren't getting dehydrated. If you're out there cutting the lawn or working in the garden or you're, you know, working for a living, it's and you're out there in that heat. It's good to stay hydrated. Now, folks, again, we're speaking with Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Marie, I received an email from Lori, who was doing some gardening, heard her back, and was asking me about some of these hemp and CBD products you carry. Is there something you have that could help Lori? For sure. We do have the hemp and CBD products. We have topicals, and then we have the oral. Um, we have gummies, and we have the liquids that you can do. But we also have arnica that can be helpful that you can take or you can put on creams or gels. And we even have the Tiger Bomb patches that you can put on your back. So we have quite a few things to choose from depending on, on the way that Lori or someone else wants to uh, approach their back pain. Folks, again, we're speaking with Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, Marie, you also have over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. With June now in this new month, talk about some of the teas that you may guide someone into. A nice iced tea on a hot afternoon is very refreshing. We have some nice berry-tasting teas. Um, green tea, raspberry green tea is, is excellent. Um as a uh, as a nice iced tea and a number of other flavors too um i would stay away from like the the winter spicy types at this point but more the fruity the fruity types for the for the summer or just the simple green teas and we have the matcha tea as well just throwing the, some of the matcha into some water folks again it's maria it's my health 1099 mended road of cumberland and maria if someone stops stops in it's all about health and also just touch on they can sign up for some fun classes that will also improve both their mental and physical health. 
<clears throat> for sure. We have yoga classes. We will be starting up a beginner Tai Chi class in the fall um, and probably September. There's ongoing Pilates classes that are like six days a week. And we do have some other fun things that are that are coming up. Folks, again, it's Marie at It's My Health. You can see all the classes that we have coming up. Great. And Marie, what are your hours on this Friday and what are your hours for tomorrow, Saturday? Today we'll be here till 5.30 and tomorrow from 9 to 4. You are the queen of health. You help so many people. Keep up your gifted work and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, there it is. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Right now it's <clears throat> Let's, um, I also want to find our friend John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. Folks, stop in and see Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look at that. I'm also looking on Facebook. Kay's Restaurant Weekend Specials. Roast pork, asabuco, fresh main steamers, lobster mac and cheese, blue crab cocktail, baked haddock, baked scrod, and more at Kay's. But let me see what our friend John Francis has at competition shooting supplies which again he is uh he is my gun guy <clears throat> okay he just posted this yesterday uh springfield armory look at how beautiful those are let's see if they're still available he's posted some nice things here folks on his uh facebook page and it's information only competition shooting supplies if you're a gun enthusiast like juan 435 benefit street in pawtucket and john francis who is folks so knowledgeable Let's find out what the deal is with these uh, terrific, <clears throat> um, boy, that Springfield Armory. Let's see uh, if they're still available. We don't know. We're going to find out whether or not, if in fact, they are um, still available because he does have them posted on Facebook. All right, hold on. Let me try them again. Not sure. There we go. All right, folks, there he is. Um, and again, you have to see, he, he updates the Facebook page, which I like. And they have some uh, terrific, terrific items that he has right now. The Springfield Armory. And folks, joining us on the line right now is the Defender of the Faith, and it's our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? You've been very busy on Facebook. Is that Springfield Armory still available? The um the one that I'm looking at the 45 wow that's beautiful oh the stainless yeah the stainless yeah. one 1911 that is still here wow what can you tell us about it in fact everything I everything I posted yesterday is still available wow what can you tell us about the Smith and Wesson uh so that is a performance center or their custom shop model uh so it's uh, it holds eight rounds instead of the usual six. Um, it's got adjustable sights. It's had it's had a hand-tuned trigger action gun by the gunsmiths there. It comes in a, a custom aluminum performance center carry case. Uh, comes with two sets of grips, uh, one wood, one rubber, and um, it, it doesn't look like it's had a whole lot of use. Wow. Folks, again, it's John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. John Francis, what about that Remington you have? That's a... Beautiful looking firearm. So I had originally sold that to one of my customers uh, uh, a number of years ago. He never used it, um, and he had taken it apart. Then, in order to familiarize himself to uh, 
you know, how it works and how to clean it and stuff. And then he, uh, you know, tried forcing it back together, ended up breaking uh, a small piece inside the frame. Uh, well, after that, once he did that, the gun didn't work. Wow. So, you know, he just sat on it for a number of years, finally sold it to me not too long ago. And all I had to do was replace that little part in the frame. And, uh, and that's it. It works just fine. Folks, we're up against the 1 o'clock news. But, John Francis, what are your hours for today and for tomorrow? Uh, so today I am in uh, 10 to 6 and tomorrow 9 to 4. All right. I will see you tomorrow, folks. Again, it's John Francis Competition Shooting Supplies. Here comes the 1 o'clock news.